The following teaching contains the biblical truth that has helped countless individuals receive physical healing. Alan and Debbie Moore were renewing their minds with Andrew's teachings when a massive stroke threatened to take Alan's life. After hearing the diagnosis that her husband would have permanent brain damage, paralysis, and blindness, Debbie put into practice all she had learned and chose to believe the promise that God would completely heal her husband's brain. Debbie, he said, you can do this carnally and bring death, or you can do this spiritually and bring life. And I drew the line right there and I thought to myself, I'm gonna do this spiritually and bring life. Debbie saw the manifestation of what she was believing for, and the doctors could not explain Alan's miraculous recovery. To see Alan and Debbie's full healing journey, visit awmi.net today. Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Hope was rising up on the inside of me. Faith was rising up on the inside of me. It was instantaneous the change in my body. I was healed immediately. He saw my face change. He said the light came back into my eyes and we have not turned around since. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to share teaching from this new product that we have entitled Healing University. And, and this is something that the Lord laid on my heart years ago. It's taken us a long time to put this together because it's very involved. It's got seven different ministers that are sharing their teachings. There's 48 hours worth of direct teaching, six hours of question and answers. We've got videos of many people's healings in here, and it's just designed to help you receive healing. And Greg Moore is the one that I'm going to focus on today. He's, he's the one who is the director of our Caris Bible College here in Colorado. And Greg Moore has been a pastor for decades. He has been healed of cancer, and he just recently was healed of sepsis. And I mean, he was on his deathbed. The doctor didn't expect to see him live. And yet he's sharing about the things that God did to restore healing for him. And I really believe that this has value, not only to you individually, but this whole product has been designed in a way that you can teach other people. We actually have some people that are renting libraries and they are teaching this in a group setting every week. We've got churches that are teaching it. This is just to help you get well. So we're gonna play Greg Moore, the director of our Caris Bible College. We're gonna play his, a portion of his teaching today and then at the end of the program, I'll come back and share with you about how you can get the entire series here on Healing University. Well, we want to welcome you back to Healing University. Uh, I want to tell you that the Lord's pleasure is over your life for taking this time to not only learn how to receive the provision of healing that, that the Lord has provided for you, but also learn how you can uh, minister that to others. And so that's what we're about here. We want to help make disciples who can go out and take this message and minister it to many other people. And, and so I, I, know you're, I know you're being blessed and, and I know that you're being also challenged. And, and uh, I, just, I just encourage you that, that uh, Jesus loves you and He's going to use you powerfully in healing ministry. So this is section number three. It's uh, focused on empowering you, equipping you to go out and take the healing that Jesus has provided and give it to others. 
And this lesson is on flowing in the supernatural. This is lesson number six, flowing in the supernatural, uh, operating, operating the gifts of the Spirit with confidence. And 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. Then he spends three chapters de-ignorantizing us or informing us about the gifts of the Spirit. He doesn't want us to be ignorant about these things. And that's what uh, these, this lesson is about. Well, uh, I'm excited about sharing these things with you, how to operate in, in, in the gifts of the Spirit with confidence. So number one, um, you know, we, we, have to, we have to understand that the gifts are for each of us. There's not any of us exempt. And we've, we've gone over that. He's, in the last days, He's going to pour out of His Spirit upon all flesh. This is for all of us. Each one of us, uh, the manifestation of the Spirit is for each one of us, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 says. And He doesn't want us to be ignorant um, uh, about, about these gifts. He, he, he wants us to know that the, the church is a supernatural church. And Jesus did many miracles. He didn't just teach the Word. He demonstrated the Word. And so, number one, you have to believe the gifts are for you. They're for each of us, but that, but that doesn't matter if you don't include you in that circle. The, the gifts are for you. And uh, it's, it, it's, not, it's not just teaching the Word. We, we need to operate in these gifts. And number two, well, you need to become familiar with the gifts. There are people out there that... That they'll they'll get on the uh, they'll get they'll get on these uh, uh, you know these lines that people call you know these these psychic lines and because they're hunger for the supernatural and we need to give them the legitimate and the real so you need to make you need to become familiar with the gifts then number three you need to make yourself available to the Holy Spirit make yourself available to the Holy Spirit. Um, Connect with him and 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 make yourself available to minister to other others. Every day, my wife and I pray this prayer: um, Lord, make us a blessing today. Help us to help us to bless people. Help us to leave people better off than when we found them. We want to leave deposits in your life. We want to leave you richer. We want to leave you better. Well, the one of the ways I do that, I just make myself available to the Holy Spirit. He's present with me and you if you're born again 24-7. But the issue is, are we present to Him? Are we present to Him? Uh, Jesus, when he, when, when he was confronted by the Pharisees with the woman who was caught in, in, the, in, in adultery, and, and they only brought the woman, and you know it takes two to do that. But anyway, it probably was one of their friends. And what did Jesus was confronted with two different principles that he knew were, were, were viable principles of justice and mercy. Which one does he act on right now? And so he took time to draw on the ground. And we don't know what he drew on the ground. He could have been writing the Pharisees' girlfriends' names. I don't know. But the bottom line is, I know this. While Jesus was taking time to draw on the ground, he was taking time to draw on the Father for wisdom. And as we make ourselves available to the Holy Spirit, 
He's going to impart wisdom to us. He's going to show us how to reach people, show us how to touch people, show us what, what they need, what gifts that they need. You know, there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Which one's the best? The one that's needed most. How are you going to know that? We, we've, got to, we've just got to make ourselves available to Him and, and, and listen to Him. And too many times, guys, we're just too stinking self-absorbed. We just draw a circle around ourselves and we just think about ourselves. And, and if, you're going to, if you're going to see the gifts operate in your life, you've got to make yourself available to the Holy Spirit. You've got, you've got to listen to Him and follow Him and, 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 and do, what he's, do what He impresses you to do. Do, do what He speaks to you to do. Spend time with the Father sometime during the day, but then even during while, while you're walking in your daily walk, just make yourself constantly available to Him. Make yourself present to God. God, what do you want to do today? Who can I touch today? Who can I bless today? How can I, how can I manifest your heart with someone today? See, it's that kind of person that God can use. It's that kind of person that the gifts are going to operate through uh, in, in an effective way. And then when you make yourself available to Him like that, whenever He impresses you uh, to reach out to somebody, encourage somebody, pray for somebody, you know, whatever you're impressed, whatever that impression is, and, and most of the time it's like, you make yourself available to God and then, and then He gives you an impression or brings somebody's face before you or just puts compassion in your heart towards somebody and then you just kind of set it aside. Well, I want to make sure it's God. That, I want to make sure that's not me. Well, if you've, made your, if you've made yourself available to God and He, puts, he impresses you with something, um, I act on it. I, I, the difference between you and me is I just... I just step into it. I, I don't wait. I don't back off. I don't, I don't shirt back. Uh, I, I, what I do, if, and what, which, will, which will help you, is if I get an impression that I'm supposed to do something or reach out to somebody, I, I think about, uh, all right, I take that impression and I think about how does that line up with 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through 8, you know, love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy, doesn't boast, isn't proud, isn't rude, all those things. And if it, if it doesn't violate that, or if it doesn't violate uh, His character of love, peace, joy, patience, and, and meekness, and, and all those things that out of Galatians chapter 5, then I act on it. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? I, I just step out on it. I take a few seconds to run that impression through through the care through the what, what I know about God's character, and if it lines up with it, I just I just step out on it, and and if it and if it doesn't, then I then I don't act on it. If I'm not sure about it, if I don't think it's going to bless somebody, but guys, we, we need to we need to make a decision. We're I want to be a blessing, and and if you don't if you don't have that in your heart. The gifts aren't going to flow through you. If you don't make yourself available and make it your goal every day 
to, to be a blessing to someone else, um, you're, you're, not, you're not going to hear from God. Galatians chapter 6, I mean chapter 3 and verse 5, I, 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 I quoted this before, but I want to, I want to turn there and, and read this again in Galatians 3 and verse 5. It says, Therefore he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law? Or by the hearing of faith, and how how do miracles happen? How do, how do gifts of the Spirit happen? You and I have to be available to the Holy Spirit, and then and then listen to Him and follow those impressions, and stop being so self-absorbed and focused on well, you know, uh, that's just me, you know, that 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 couldn't be God. No, just follow that man, follow those impressions, and watch and see. You know, God brings somebody's face before you. Begin to pray for them. Then call them on the phone. Reach out to them. And I just encourage you to do that and watch and see. Watch and see how the gifts will operate in your life. Guys, let's start there. Let's just, God, you can use me. I'm available. Then um, the, the number four is we need to aggressively, aggressively attack pride and fear in your life. You've got to aggressively attack pride and fear in your life. What, what's, what is that about? Well, these are the two enemies to the gifts of the Spirit. Pride is being concerned about what, the, what others think about you. If you really knew how little they did think about you, you wouldn't worry about it because you know who they're thinking about. They're thinking about themselves. And, you know, f fear is just, well, what if I miss it? You know what? What if I? What, what if? What, what if it's just me? You know what, what if I'm wrong? You know the greatest thing to fear is the opportunity that you're going to miss because of fear. That's that's the greatest. That that is the greatest problem. The biggest problem that that we have. The biggest mistake that we can make is failing to move out when the Spirit of God is prompting us. And and as I said, most of the time, it's like you, you check it out. You just you make yourself available to the Lord and you get rid of pride and fear. And you're going to see the gifts of the Spirit are going to start popping like popcorn. The gifts of the Spirit are going to start happening in your life on a normal basis. The bottom line is, guys, what, what, what are we going to miss if we, if we don't follow God? And... and I can tell you this, that God's not leading us by fear and He's not leading us by pride. That's, that's our flesh. That's the devil. And God, God is after us, releasing us in the gifts of the Spirit. And so, um, so finally, you know, you, we, we need to understand and follow the primary flows of the Spirit. So let me just... Let me just review here for a minute. First of all, you, ha you have to know, you have to believe that the gifts of the Spirit are for each one of us. You can't just say, well, you know, that's for this group of people or that group of people. No, it's for every believer, every disciple. Then you, you've got to become familiar. You've got to become familiar with, with the gifts. Uh, learn about the gifts. Read about the gifts. You need to go to a church where the gifts are in operation. And then, you know, you have to, uh, you have to make yourself available. 
Just be available. I, I, I Make me a blessing today, Lord. And then you have to attack pride and fear. And if you, if you want to walk in wisdom, you have to understand wisdom and love are sisters. And if you find out what love will do and you go there and you act on that, then, then the wisdom of God is going to be there. And that wisdom of God will bring healing. It'll bring the gifts. It'll bring whatever that person needs. Um, that's the way Solomon knew the wisest man in all the earth at that time. That's the one. That's how he knew which of the women was the mother of that child because he, he knew that if he offered to cut the child in half, that the, the real mother uh, would, would sacrifice the right for the child because of her love for the child. When you find out what love will do, wisdom will be there. That's, that's powerful. Finally, you want to understand and follow the primary flows of the Spirit. Understand and follow the primary flows of the Spirit. Um, there are two primary flows of the Spirit that I want to talk to you about. Then we're going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. We're going to release those flows in you, uh, to you, and also through you. So first of all is the flow of love. The flow, the flow of love. Um, Matthew 14, 14 says that Jesus was moved with compassion and He healed the sick. He was moved with compassion. He was moved with love. Uh, Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. Turn over there. Romans 5 and verse 5 talks about that love flowing through you and me. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. So, so here, Jesus was moved with compassion. Also in Romans 5.5, 5, we see that the Holy Spirit pours out His love through you and I. Then look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 31. But earnestly desire the best gifts, as I shared with you earlier. The best gifts are the gifts that, that are needed at the time. And yet I show you a more excellent way. A more excellent way than what? Than just desiring the gifts. How many of you desire the gifts to operate? He said, oh, look, I'm going to show you a more excellent way than just desiring the gifts to operate through you. I'm going to show, show you how they're to operate through you. Then he, then he gives you this entire chapter on love. And it's the same thing he said about Jesus. Jesus was moved with compassion. Then finally, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Which one comes first? It's following love. Following the flow of love. How do the gifts operate? It's real simple. Have you ever had compassion flowing through you towards somebody else? Have you ever, ever had compassion on some group of people? Maybe uh, some group of people that's been abused or, or, uh, or, or you know, victims of, of, of some uh, terrible abuse or, or uh, a tragedy or something. Have you ever had just God put someone on your heart or uh, maybe a ministry or a church or something like that? That's His compassion, guys. Then finally um, is the flow of light. The flow of light. 
out of your belly will flow, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. And then Ezekiel 47, 9, wherever the rivers flow, wherever the river goes, wherever you and I let it go, there's going to be healing and there's going to be life. How many of you would like that to happen? I'm just, I'm just praying, guys, right now that you realize that you're loaded. That you've got this on the ends. This is not something you have to pray for. This is, this, you, you have it. You've got all these gifts on the inside of you. You come behind a no good gift. We need to open up these gifts and realize how they operate. And they operate through just following these different flows of the Spirit. So the flow of love and then finally the flow of light. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 says, God is light. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 says, If we'll walk in the light as He's in the light, then we'll have fellowship with one another. And, and that word fellowship means to contribute or distribute. What does that mean? If you, if you walk in the light that God gives you, you're going to have something to contribute or distribute to people. Now, what, how does light come to us? Um, light comes to us in a lot of different forms. It can come through a vision. It can come through a dream. It can come through a, a prophecy. It can come through somebody preaching the Word. It can come while you're reading the Word. Um, many times it comes in the form of an impression. And again, if that impression doesn't violate the Word of God, then I, then I act on it. And so one day I'm going to give you an example and I'm going to pray for you. One day uh, when I was in business, I wasn't in ministry at this time. I was driving my van in Houston, Texas, and I took a shortcut off of a Beechnut Street off of a Southwest Freeway in Houston, Texas. There's a group of apartments over on my left. There was this grassy knoll on my right. And on, the, on this grassy hill, it was kind of noticeable because there's not very many hills in Texas. On this hill, this guy was like this on one knee and with his hand toward heaven. He looked like Tebow before Tebow was born, except he had long hair. And I, and I was driving by and I heard an impression, go join yourself to that man. And three times, and I finally yielded to it, parked across the street from the apartments. And, you know, I said, Lord, you know, I don't have ministry to hippies. And anyway, but I, I went in and, and I just... I just went and talked to him. What, what do you have to lose? I never met the guy. So I went and said, you know, hey, my name is Greg, and God put you on my heart to stop and just tell you he loves you. He's got a good plan for your life. And he looked at me like, you know, get out of my space. And while I've got hold of his hand, I heard another impression. Tell, tell him I know he lost his job recently. Tell him I know he got his car repossessed last night. And tell him, I know he just got evicted out of those apartments. And it was like, you know, God, really? That specific? And well, what do you have to lose? I mean, I'm already there. So I, I, I kind of chickened out. I asked him, I said, did you, did, did you lose your job recently? And did you get your car repossessed? And when he didn't deny it, then I, then I got a little bolder. And I said, well, I think you, God's showing me that you got evicted out of those apartments over there. And he said, how'd you know that? How'd you know that? And then he started weeping. And he said, he showed me this hole in his jeans where he had had sur surgery on his knee before holy jeans were fashionable. 
He said, I was in construction. I fell off a roof. And, and I, when I got out, out of the hospital, uh, I had lo- they, they fired me. I lost my job because uh, I couldn't get back up on the roof for a long time. And he said, they repossessed my car last night. And I got an eviction notice out of the apartments across the street. And I came across the street here. And I said, God, if you're real, show yourself to me or I'm going to take my life. And guys, (laughs) I came this close to just driving off that day and not following that impression. And of course, the guy's name was Billy. He got saved. He got filled with the spirit. We took him to church. He got my wife's car. (laughs) He got a job. And that's a whole lot better than somebody dying and going to hell. Here's the point. There's a whole lot of Billies. There's a whole lot of Susies. There's a whole lot of people out there that need your gifts. And I want to pray for you right now for courage and boldness, that you'll follow that flow of love, that you'll follow that flow of light. You'll you'll put aside fear and pride in Jesus' name. Father, I want to pray for everyone watching and just declare over them freedom from fear, freedom from pride. Help them to follow, Lord, the flow of love. It's not hard. Help them just to step out, pray for people that you put on their hearts, those that you impress to reach out to like I did to Billy that day. Uh, Father, give them courage and boldness to uh, release the gifts. I pray for a release of the gifts of the Spirit through you. In Jesus' name, boldness. And I'm praying and I'm speaking over you. Divine appointments, divine connections where uh, people like Geneva get healed. People like Billy get saved. People like that couple in my church got delivered. People that get ministered to like my wife brought uh, to that that lady that, that was sick. God's got all kinds of ministry opportunities for you if you just learn to yield to the Spirit and follow Him. In Jesus' name. Praise God. I tell you, Pastor Greg is awesome. You know, he and his wife Janice uh, pastored a church in Decatur, Texas for many years. I think it was over 20 years. And I went there and I saw their fruit firsthand. And now we're seeing their fruit as they are the directors of our Caris Bible College. And I tell you, he's got just a pastor's heart. The wisdom that he shared comes from dealing with many, many people. And this teaching that's in here Pastor Greg is just one of the seven who have taught this along with other testimonies. This is a great resource. I encourage you to get it. Listen to our announcer as he gives you some information, and then please call or write today. In the history of Andrew Womack Ministries, this is the most comprehensive product we've ever presented. Healing University will graduate you from where you are to a level of understanding and empowerment that you've never known. It's a collection of healing secrets compiled in over 60 hours of video. These are sessions taught by Andrew Womack and six other Karis Bible College instructors who've not only experienced healing for themselves, but have been instrumental in training countless others to receive their own healing. Healing University is broken down into three consecutive sections. Section one focuses on what the Bible says regarding healing and why believers should expect healing for themselves and for others. Section two emphasizes how to receive healing, and section three concentrates on real-life application when ministering healing to others. Healing University delivers the power of the gospel in 48 lessons and six question and answer sessions. Every lesson includes a video, 
audio file, chapter lesson, and printable PDF. Each lesson builds on the last lesson, forming a solid foundation from which to receive healing and minister healing to others. Through the online platform, you have lifetime access to all the videos and digital workbooks on your computer or smart device. Healing University is the perfect curriculum for home groups and Bible studies. Order this life-changing Healing University for you or for someone you love for a gift of $499 by visiting our website at awmi.net.